0: This episode of Chicago's Bravest Story is brought to you by Omnia Naturals. As you know, the job can be just as tough
1: on us mentally as it is physically. Sleep issues, chronic pain, or injuries, and high stress can cause long-term problems. That's why Omnia Naturals create Rescue One CBD. These guys are firefighters on the job that have created a product from... American-grown organic hemp and ensure their products have 0.000% THC.
0: That's zero parts per billion
1: of THC. Non-detectable levels of THC means Rescue 1 CBD is safe for the job. They're so confident in their product that they send you an at-home urinalysis so that you can see for yourself and that you won't test positive on a drug test. Every batch they create is lab-tested to ensure purity and that there is 0.000% THC every time. Each bottle gets a scannable QR code where you can review their lab tests. They offer free three-day shipping anywhere in the U.S. And if you use the code BRAVEST, you'll receive 25% off of their products. Go to omninaturals.com to get your bottle of Rescue one CBD that's safe for the job.
2: Engine 1, engine 4, truck 2, truck 10, inland 82, battalion 2, fire 1020 North
3: Main, help is on the way. a stampede 14 individuals were were uh, were injured transported Um, that's the preliminary number that may change Um, but at this time 14 individuals non-life threatening three individuals were stabbed those those individuals at this time are not cooperative um, so I don't really have very much information on that we did have a a report of a person shot that is not fide there is no one shot that individual sustained a puncture wound while uh from an overturned table so there is no one shot here at navy at navy pier again that was a puncture wound from an overturned table uh at some point during the evening um while everyone was exiting um we believe that someone yelled gun there were calls of uh shots fired at this time
1: welcome back to chicago's bravest stories um we've we're we're going to be interviewing uh, someone a little bit different today. Uh, I'm in the hot seat too. Yeah, so um, so I'm I'm sitting here. I'm I'm yelling at three other people, which is which is weird. Um, with us today. We've got Vince Itnan. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you may have heard his voice before. And um, Vince, would you care
0: to introduce your team? Sure. Rebecca Beloit and Kyle McSweeney. Say hello, hi. hello, everybody. Otherwise, no. What what were you bike team two that day? One. Bike team one. Yeah, really? we were Ooh. bike team one. So, the, the notorious Bike Team Index One. Index finger. Index finger was used for Bike Team One. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so they uh, comprised Bike Team One on 4th of July, 2019. Yeah. So we've got a, a
1: fairly recent and fairly major incident that uh, that went down. And um, we're gonna be well,
0: going to be going through this play by play. Before we get started, let's do bite. our usual cheers to uh, uh, yeah. having you guys over. Thank you so much for agreeing Coming to do up, this. Guys. Thanks, for Thanks for having us. us. Cheers. Cheers. Lake Effect Brewery. Ooh. First responder brew, Lake Effect Brewery.
1: So Vince, uh 4th of July 2019.
0: Yes, I remember it like it was a year ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it was a little over a year ago. And in between that whole uh this whole COVID stuff going on. So yeah. I'm sure I'm sure things are a little murky going
0: back there. But. Yeah, I mean I I've I mean I'm sure you guys have two people ask me about this. And I've told this story, I don't know, twenty times now, and because um, uh, it was um, a rehire shift for for these guys, uh, the city put me on a forty hour work week, so I was out there during the uh, our bike team season. I was out there every day, um, just doing bike team stuff. Yeah. That was so so good. and.
1: Pretty much our break. <laughs> <laughs> our oh, podcast. that's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> and so I wasn't gonna work on the holiday, and um, but I wanted to go with the guys to Navy Pier and kind of just ride with them. And you know, we didn't know where we were supposed to show up. We didn't know nobody. Kind of the land. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so
1: at this point, you're. I mean, this is Fourth of July Navy Navy Pier last year, and we've got just our. I guess we'll call it our, our normal standard 4th of July Navy Pier we, where we've got fireworks going up, we've got people set up, coming out for dinner, maybe taking the – hopping on the ship and or um, or with a couple ships that are there and um, just coming out to, to just
0: yeah, witness, we, the, we, uh, witness the it fireworks was a, show. A, a standard detail. We took the bikes that normally patrol downtown and we just put them at Navy Pier because um, – we were told there was going to be 40,000 people at this event. So, you know, it. obviously nobody thought that anything was like what actually happened was going to happen. Yeah. But it was just uh, um, these guys were going to respond to your regular EMS runs or anything else that, that happened at Navy Pier. And as it turned out, they wound up having a lot to do that day. Right, right. Well,
1: kind of the, the nature of our business is, uh, you know, not – we don't necessarily get paid for what we do every day, but what could possibly happen. And this is what could possibly happen. they earn their pay, that's for sure. Yeah. So, so again, it's 4th of July, it's Navy Pier, and you guys are assigned as a bike team, and you're just kind of showing up to help out, right?
0: Well, I just wanted to go for a bike ride with these guys, go down there with them, and when we got all squared away, uh, we actually had the, all of us went into the, the meeting of, uh, CPD, I think ran the meeting and it was about like what was going on, the safety procedures, this, that, and the other thing, communications, what have you. And I mean, Rebecca there, I mean, at, you said a hundred, I say at least a hundred, there was an army of people in there.
2: Yeah, we you know without, hap, you know, giving away too much information because I'm sure all of this will happen again, but we all kind of these big events, we all meet together, we talk about uh, where people are going to be, what to look for, um how to identify certain types of people, that kind of stuff, uh, you know, suspicious packages versus whatever. All all this kind of I'm we attending. always have this preemptive <laughs> meeting to go over it and yeah, the room was was packed and and we've been through many of these before. Vince and I have been doing bike team for many years. We were instructors for years together. Um You know, we've kind of – I've worked July 4th, I can't tell you how many times, on a bike. Um, Typically, the bike team on July 4th is at the lakefront kind of riding up and down. We've got a few things here and there that we can access quickly, which is nice. But, you know, we're we're not uh, hammered. We've never been hammered typically. It's the ambulances later in the night (laughs) that will take the brunt of it and the fire companies. It's usually
0: a a relatively easy event. I was going to say, and I'm
1: I'm not sure – I mean, I'm sure, you know – Relative to scale, like the events that I've worked, it's for whatever reason during the Fourth of July, it's like the fireworks are going off. There's really not too much going on while the fireworks are going off, right? And, and during then the it's day after,
2: yeah. right? We're there for the preemptive, having everybody come in. Everyone's having a good time. Fireworks go off. Everyone's watching those. We're, you know, you get your minor trips and falls, kind of those kinds of things. And typically, we're home at the end of the night on the bike at a, a relatively decent time. And it's been a, you know. Not too
4: bad. <laughs> G- generally. <laughs>
2: generally speaking. And then, so and then guys, everybody gets hammered after, you know, eleven o'clock at night. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. So so you guys are at this meeting and everything's seeming as status quo, right? Yeah. Like you guys yeah, going yeah. yeah. Did they uh, did they give you guys any, any information at the meeting that you guys care to share
0: or go through? Nothing outside of the ordinary pep talk, safety talk, uh who you know, who's gonna be who, who's gonna be where. It's it, it was Everything was very typical, very ordinary. Um, Did they say you
1: had to wear the, the helmet even though you weren't on a bike that day? <laughs>
0: no. Did you no. have a different helmet I, that you were supposed well, to wear that Well, here's the thing. T- like My bike and helmet were downstairs. By the time I figured out what my role was going to be that day, I was upstairs in the command center. So I never saw the whole event myself. I heard everything through these guys. And, you know, these guys were the ones working. I am sitting there sweating profusely, um, you know. Basically, when this hit the fan, I'm crapping my pants because I was the one who was receiving all this information, and I had to disseminate it, and then I had to figure out how the best way to utilize these guys. And as we get farther in the story, I'm going to tell you, like, <laughs> where where the breakdown was of that, <laughs> up in that command center. <laughs> how, how this shit shows yeah, going now. Yeah, because... When it went south, it went south. Yeah, but
1: so um, so again, the meeting goes down, and you guys have your normal. So you're again, you're kind of hanging out at this point, right, Vince? Yeah. And then there's, you guys were saying there's two bike teams that were assigned.
0: Yeah. At this point, we have uh, so we have four members on bikes at physically at Navy Pier. We have another contingency at um, North Avenue Beach, which which is maybe. A mile north of Navy Pier, just an outlier just in case of well urgency. they're they're actually working the North Avenue beach detail, so they're okay. at North Avenue Beach for anybody who gets you know sick hurt or injured at at North Avenue Beach or that whole area. they're responsible for that whole area, all the beaches up there, sure, and so um we had four more members up there that. Will eventually make their way down to Navy Pier.
1: Okay, and so, um, so Rebecca, you like you guys as a bike team? What kind of equipment do you guys have as a team of two?
2: Uh, it- Kyle, why go don't ahead. you go ahead?
1: You were the officer. You go ahead. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll yes, but <laughs> we're a team.
2: We're a team. So we ride some uh, pretty heavy duty bikes. Uh, they're meant to, you know, take a beating a little bit because the other part of that is we have lights and sirens packages on our bikes. So we can ride lights and sirens through crowds, which is helpful at Lollapalooza or things like that where it's really loud for us to get somewhere. Um, we've got our, we actually carry essentially anything you'd go into a 911 call on. Um, we have that on the back back of our bikes an AED we have an oxygen tank we've got medication we've got everything we would need on a run is on our the back of our bike so, so kind of
1: like a slightly modified ALS essentially y- bag, so yeah
2: that's it airway okay. stuff everything um everything I don't know how much
0: minus the monitor
2: uh, yeah how much yeah. weight 50
0: pounds. 50 pounds 50 pounds on the back bag. of the bike yeah and that doesn't include bike. your personal stuff that you bring with your different right. days so right <laughs> there's some people who bring so many snacks that 50 pounds is now 100 pounds. <laughs> you think you're, you from know. The from the rider from the snakes? I <laughs> need my seven own. water bottles and three Gatorades.
2: I get thirsty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, okay, so you guys have, and this is split between the two bikes.
2: Yeah, so. but we each have that much weight. I mean, we're, sure. each, we're each carrying it. We, uh, we deploy, you know, we'll, we're kind of on air all the time, so we're just, um, and, and we do have this at the time we were doing this daily so and many of us have done it times before so you're you're on air you hear something come in if you think you can make it within kind of our response area we'll say hey this bike team one we're going to respond to that right and and especially along the beachfront downtown traffic that kind of stuff we can make it into some of those things a lot quicker than a responding large vehicle
1: for sure so and then you guys are just kind of I don't want to say dressed down, but you guys are dressed appropriately for, for being on a bike team. Right? We get like, to
2: wear know, so. shorts as medics. Oh, there you go. Hey. Shorts, and polos. You- <laughs> shorts
0: and polos. Well, they right? give us shorts, but then the uniform top is like, it's made to <laughs> trap in heat. <laughs> it's a sweatsuit. This, it's, I don't know what so material this your, is. Here's your suit. Saran wrap <laughs> Polo. It's bright Polo. yellow, though. <laughs> but when it's cold, you're freezing. When it's hot, you're hot. <laughs> It's perfect, perfect. I don't know mix. what this stuff is made out of. But, so, but so it's you bright guys, are, yeah.
1: So you guys are relatively dressed down. Yeah. Is And is there one radio between the two teams? Does, does everyone have a radio? We each have one. Okay. And um, and you're still, Rebecca, you're still responding as the officer of that team then? Or is it yeah, just-
2: I mean, so we, we kind of uh, distribute the radio communications because sometimes we're monitoring the lakefront channel, which is what the lifeguards communicate on down there. Sometimes we're monitoring the police channel sometimes. So we might, depending on who you're split working duties, with, you might I'm, split
3: I'm, duties. There's you- the run. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Cause sometimes if I'm talking to someone, he might hear stuff on the radio that I am not hearing. Sure. Um, and so he'll kind of, so you have a, it's, it's important to have a good team and, and yeah. certainly... You know, each of you comes up with ideas throughout the day. So although I'm technically the officer, I certainly rely on my partner to sometimes say, hey, maybe we should do this. In fact, that later on, I mean, he certainly (laughs) made a call later. I was like, absolutely good call. And that's it. Yeah.
1: So and um, do you guys have like earpieces or
3: how does that go down?
2: We do. I wear an earpiece. Not everyone does, though.
3: We used to have them. They used to get assigned to us, but then they kind of got away from it. So you have like the mic sitting in the middle of your chest.
1: Oh, Unless so you had your own earpiece, yeah. So it's super easy. To maybe miss a call, I would imagine, yeah. or or them if you don't calling have, for something.
0: I try to get everybody on the on the bikes at least an earpiece. But when I was on the cart, the one time I'm like, the carts need the earpiece more than the bikes because it is loud as hell in that cart. Mm-hmm. It's like an old you know SUV or uh, ATV.
1: Yeah. So it's loud with all you guys. So standard operating procedure with these bike teams is pretty much just. Treat and treat and defer, or treat and refusal, and like I mean, obviously there's no transports on this right. bike, so okay, and yeah. then you guys will. Oh, well, okay.
2: <laughs> Sometimes highlight a
4: basket on the front of his <laughs>
2: Yeah, right. Sometimes. Uh, w- Bikes are deployed to large scale events and if large scale things happen yeah. and you have to do what you have to do. Absolutely. Um, sometimes you divert from maybe what might be normal practice just to take care of business essentially. Best
0: interest of the patient.
2: Right. And the best interest of the patient <laughs>
1: always. It's, uh, we talk
0: about large scale time. incidents require large scale decisions. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, sometimes so you gotta, sometimes, so some, sometimes to you gotta throw, uh, <laughs> sometimes you gotta throw pegs on the back of your bike to get something. <laughs> <of that>.
1: right. <laughs> um, awesome. Okay. So, so yeah, so you guys got your setup and, and Vince, you're, you're working with these teams. Do you guys have a setup on where you guys are deploying or where you guys well, are kind of initially
0: when things were going to plan? Yeah. I'm up in the command. What time zone.
1: were things going to plan?
0: Uh, have you
2: left us yet and come back, or we? <laughs> we're,
0: we're <laughs> no, I, I'm, so now these guys push out. We have sure. our meeting. These guys push out, and, you know, the idea is we kind of divided Navy Pier in half, north, south. And uh, and each team's
1: kind of just patrolling that area on the bike. Yeah, or, yeah okay, and cool. uh,
0: it, one of the things that, that came into play later on is the way that Navy Pier is set up if I need to send these guys to an area, let's say a, a, I get a... um, So my dispatch was neither CPD or Navy Pier Security or anybody else, any of these agents. So we had state police, CPD, you know, both SWATs from CPD and state police. We had Homeland Security. We had FBI. We Every agency that you can imagine was at this in event, this area and everybody had there. their own radio communications. So, if Homeland Security came across somebody who fell down and hurt themselves, they're calling in the command center. That person's writing that on a piece of paper, giving it to me, and now I gotta get somebody over there. So, um, had you been given this role, or were you? Well, were you just I kidding? was given this role. The, the, the reason I was asked to help out was we had a new chief, and keep in mind, like we had one chief that was going to do this whole event by himself and um they asked me to to help out yeah so when uh i intru- i introduced myself to the chief i'm like hey i'm just here to help you and you know if you want you know i'll i'll take over the radio communications you just you know and uh when big chief decisions need to be made you yeah. know i'll i'll defer to you but it just everyday transmissions i'll I'll handle it no big deal i got it boss okay and so Throughout the day, I think we had a couple, a handful of nonsense runs or whatever. P- pretty typical. Um, well, is, I'm going to
2: interrupt really quick because technically we were backup, right? We yeah. were like... Well, <laughs> well, we were just augmenting. <laughs> we were augmenting what Navy Pier had in place from their providers.
0: Oh, so Navy Pier actually had their own... Well, this is, this is the contingency oh, that Navy Pier sure. had. They had... At, at one point, they had one ambulance standby, which was a private, and they have their guys, which is one person. It's one medic on a... They were on carts or something like that, right? Yeah, they got like a gator. Like a a, go, uh, a golf cart. Okay. Basically yes. a golf cart with one medic on it. Sure. And so they gave me the radio so that I can communicate with those guys, too. Oh, wow. So, Are these
1: guys reporting to
0: well you as command? They're they're reporting no. to another... A higher power? Their higher power, and that guy <laughs> is calling me on this radio so I would have to listen for somebody to say CFD on that radio and my radio and then everybody else who has radios over there so it it was it was a big um, it was a big room with every communication that you could possibly imagine
1: so from this point, you're, again, you're in the command post. We've got a couple bike teams out there. and
0: It was a beautiful day. It was yeah.
2: beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was. <laughs> it <really> was.
3: <laughs> we like, were talking about up it right to
1: before. to a certain point,
2: it was just
4: <laughs> it was really one of those shifts.
2: You're like, this is a great, you know, we picked a good one to work. Yeah. We're, we're talking to the people. Once in a while, we step in and say... Oh yeah, I can help you, but you know, pretty low key. A lot of public relations. Lot of public relations. relations that's
1: right. How great Kyle looks in his bike shorts. Absolutely. Like, oh, Absolutely. No <laughs> <idea. laughs> Vince has I, gone Vince up there. <laughs> Vince, you still awake? <laughs> <laughs> so, and this it started pretty much from the morning, or did no, you?
0: No, have... we didn't get down there till the afternoon, right? We got an,
2: yeah, we and, like convened in the afternoon, okay, to do our little. So pow-wow. you know,
0: it was a little. It, it, and this will come into play later, but uh, where we park the our our van or truck, it's a truck van, where we physically bring the bikes down, we have to park it away from Navy Pier, and then we ride down there. Okay, it's 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 a short ride, um, but it's 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 a beautiful ride, you know. Um, Good so hype ride with some it, fifty it, pounds it, on the back, yeah, however, it was, it was, no. nice. It's, it was it it, nice. it is nice. It was a nice it's ride, nice. and so um, you know, like I said, these guys start taking a handful of runs. And then um, nothing really happened. Like, everything kind of came to a a halt when the fireworks were going off. And for people who um, have never been to Chicago or never been to Navy Pier, on 4th of July, they put on a pretty extravagant um, uh, fireworks display. And I think the fireworks display went on for almost two hours or something like that. It was, it wouldn't stop.
1: So We uh, we used to, uh, me and, when I first met my wife, we would, uh, I'd drive her down to like 31st Street and Lakeshore Drive and just park there and just stare at the fireworks. And it was, I mean, weren't a lot of people there, which was good. (laughs) Um, But it was just, again, you could see the show from all around the city. The entire city, you could see the show pretty much.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, they got, they have the music going. Yeah. They have like
2: live music all day. So there are people coming in the afternoon. It's just, you can tell as it's. Going, the crowd is growing and growing and growing, but it was okay because people were enjoying themselves, having a great time, enjoying and, all and the
0: security. Mostly, mostly
1: and, responsible
0: and, at this and point. So totally, totally. The illusion of security was definitely there because <laughs> when you walked in, you were frisked, you were wanted, you know, for metal detection. You, it was very. There was like five different lines of security
1: you had to make right. it through. Had you uh, did you ask? to go in the back room after being frustrated the third time or I just I just like, kept, I, mean, I just if, kept going yeah, around if, and around I mean if I get it if he you got to take me in the back <laughs> like I, I understand I, <laughs> I, I look mildly
0: ethnic why not, <laughs> not break me back? well and by that time by by the time 4th of July rolled out and me uh being on the bike every day I was so oh, dark oh god I, yeah. I took if I took my watch <laughs> off it looked like I still had my watch on that's how that's how bad it was <laughs> And, yeah, life. and you're, 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 <laughs> the rough life, Vince rough life on the bike terrible. all summer. <laughs> the oil like hey, you're talking about water bottles. He's got it's oil so in his <laughs> So all
1: right, so everything's going everything's going according to your plan. Fireworks go off. Um and you're still you're in this room the whole time, huh, Vince?
0: I am. I'm okay. in the room and um during the fireworks there was a uh I don't know, did you guys know that there was a boat on fire?
2: Yeah, so well. Yeah.
0: That's that we more, were that, that's the fuse. Yeah. All right. That <laughs> well, was the fuse. You could say
2: where we were. We, we
3: had that
0: that girl we were in the
3: down. East end. We had that girl down. Yeah. And we were talking afterwards. We we're like, oh, you know, like this was great. It was awesome. And I was like, oh, there's a boat on fire. We're like Oh, God. Please, God, no. <laughs> what does like, this thing look like? like well, we a talk like a,
1: we talk so like a ship? Well, I just saw, like, squad or? one
2: drove out onto the pier. Like, these fire companies now, are they're driving out onto the far east end of the pier. So we were, bike team one was the, we basically took the far east end of the pier. The north side of the pier was the two lanes that you could, you know, go, get into the parking garage. That was actually fairly open. Yeah. No one was over there. So none of us were worried about that over there and actually helped us later um of course everybody is on now the east end and the the south end of the pier that's where all the crowd is and these fire companies come out onto the end of the pier and we you know we're all looking for where's the boat on fire because they're all kind of out there to come and watch the fireworks and we're just trying to figure out where this is going on basically that's
1: that's a thing they drive out there oh
2: yeah they sure did (laughs) They were all the way in the far eastern end of the...
0: Now that we have a boat on fire, now that's another channel that me and the chief have to get to because the marine unit out there is on a separate channel, and it's almost a separate radio that we had to have just so that the chief could talk to the marine unit. So that that added another radio. Dynamic. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Another radio to this. And now things are... Now things are starting to boil.
1: Sure. Uh, any any involvement from you guys at this point from the uh, with the with the boat on fire? Or?
2: Still very minimal. Yeah. I mean, Kyle and I were still enjoying ourselves. I mean, right. yeah. you know,
1: just kind of kind of bird dog kind of responding the and, and overseeing the crowd. Yeah, overseeing
2: the crowd.
0: They did, oh, they did have okay. a they did I'll have bet a patient you were on overseeing the boat. That crowd. <laughs> yeah, they they, they they took somebody off that boat and they had to bring him to a pier and they had to um, transport that patient.
1: Yeah. Did uh wow. Okay, so and then the ambulance ended up uh meeting out there. Yeah. So or do you guys Yeah, we
2: didn't we didn't we didn't take that one off no. the boat. Someone else did. Yeah.
0: Or someone else did. Yeah. Is there
1: like a um you guys have like a, a place that you'll shuttle people over to for the ambulance to pick off? Like-
0: it's it's at that one particular. Oh, okay, pier. cool. Okay. Yeah, so. Um,
2: and then we we did actually have we had a CFD ambulance as well staged on the north side of the pier. So we we had you know if it came down to like we were supposed to be backup, <laughs> we're backup. But if it came down to it, we had like an initial you know if response. we get somebody, we had some somewhere to take them to get them okay. off of the pier.
1: Okay, cool, yeah. And then so fireworks go off, everyone's fireworks happy. Fireworks go off, everything comes mildly to a halt intoxicated.
3: The, yeah. Um, fireworks were great. Yeah, they were beautiful.
2: They yeah. were. <laughs> Again, we're still like <laughs> then, we're we riding high. Still, then, <laughs>
3: still loving life at
1: this point. Yeah. Yeah. life is great. <laughs> so, what was up? I'll, I'll switch over to you guys. What um, what happened after the fireworks? Anything crazy that you, that you guys hit right away?
2: You know, our whole day was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We had minor minor bumps and bruises, minor stuff. People down a lot of backup for the Navy Pier teams because during the day, you know, it was it was slower i mean the, there it's not that there weren't people it just was not a lot was happening as far as injuries and whatnot yeah.
0: for the okay. most part the crowd is like families and kids yeah. and yeah. you know it, it's not a rough crowd what was uh Kyle
2: had to hang out with me so you could
0: yeah <laughs> I, mean,
3: uh-huh. I mean we just kind of rode around <laughs> yeah we did a lot travel. of riding yeah we did do a yeah. lot of right anytime you work with rebecca you're gonna ride yeah. for a while did um
1: actually you are working at it's a work she's like name, a pro <laughs> <laughs> did um we're all pros here. That's right. <laughs> Does this body say are supposed to pro? No. There are standards that's, to be met on the bike. I'm just, I'm just, the I'm just that's, trying that's, to be objective. No? <laughs> so, all right. So, what was the after the the went off? What was like kind of the first hot run that you guys had to deal with?
2: Not a hot run, I wouldn't no. say. No. It was, you know, you're by the now it's nighttime and people may you have invited person, right? Yeah, okay. we a had a drunk, drunk person. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so which not is the
1: typical, really expected, yeah. expected, yeah. Yeah. especially yeah. for the end on the Fourth of July in Navy Pier. But, but well, it, what it did butter. do is yeah. kind of take <laughs> our.
2: I think at that point is when every ambulance that had been pre-staged was out of business. Yeah, they were essentially all at the same time. They all kind of left navy pier now
1: okay and thinking we
2: thinking the party's over or? no just they were used oh okay and we hadn't sure. you know
0: they they were used for like silly runs like mm-hmm. that you know yeah so then what uh so
1: in the meantime vince you're getting cards or how are you uh, um it, what are you the cards with? are
0: coming in but nothing out that i couldn't handle nothing outside of the ordinary sure. and
1: And again, all of these different agencies are just jotting down Handwritten notes on a piece of paper. Whatever
0: (laughs) piece of paper they could find. Sure. And they're (laughs) handing to me. So when we got the drunk lady, you know, I got a person down. And one of the, the issues that we were having up there is somebody would relay the information to me and it would come in as kiosk 10, whatever. And I'm like, that doesn't help me. How can I tell these guys... Hey Rebecca, go to Kiosk Ten. Right. You know, I I need to get her closer some other way. You right. know, we need like, landmarks. Yeah, yeah. Like, is this where is this in relation to the big Ferris wheel? Right. You know, where is this in relation to Harry Carries? Where is this relation to this? And I had to figure out a way, and I found some tourist map, and I sat next to the guy who was dispatching everybody else, and I sat down next to him. I'm like, where is this? Where is this? Take your finger and physically point on this map where it is. Mm-hmm. So he would he would look over, he would point to the map, and then he'd go about his business. So now at least I physically know where it's on, where it is in Navy Pier.
1: This he, is like an operations guy from Navy Pier. Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. And he's
0: so he's looking at this big um, screen with a million different cameras, and yeah. he's he's like, this guy was like uh, in the Matrix or something because he <laughs> he was like focused on everything, and then I and then I'm like. Hey man, can you show me with you know point with? I'm like I need you to show me where this is, and he, without even taking his eyes off the screen, he'd be like, right there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, well, okay. So now I'm like, uh, hey Rebecca, go over here. You know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, still that, dealing with that was the biking? biggest challenge. That was the biggest challenge was trying to get these guys to where these runs are. Sure. You know, because they'll they'll, they'll I have the team separate so like the South team couldn't get to the North and the North team couldn't get to the South. So I had to figure out like where this was so I could tell which team was going to go. Right. And so that, that challenge started right away. Yeah. And it
1: only got worse from there. Yeah. And you're, and again, you're just getting dealt cards and, and what was your, what was your, uh, I guess, looking back on now kind of tipping point for like, man, things are getting, when little, it got, when it yeah,
0: got back I, I think I need a little help here. Uh, it, Nothing, w- I didn't feel over my head until the active shooter started coming in. Uh, so at one point, and depending on who you talk to, um, the active shooter started when somebody threw a, an M80, a firework, into the crowd, and then they took that as gunfire, or there may have actually been gunfire, or there may have actually been nothing Depending on, you know, who you... Whose perspective yeah, and who said I, something and, and the, you know, um, I've heard it every different way of what started this stampede, but when the stampede started, so... That's, right, that's right, right, going to be a thing, that stampede
1: well, through Navy Right,
0: that, oh, yeah. that'll come back as a theme later on in this podcast, Eesh. the stampede. But just prior to that, so we have the two teams, and when I, I kind of, like, asked how many people we had in here, and if you know the layout of Navy Pier... There's only one way in and one way out, okay? The other way is in the water. Yeah. So it, it it's a legit pier. And it's especially a, it, on
2: July 4th because they had everything. Your, it was your, a funnel. Your one exit yeah. like is corralled. now right. fenced off to make it this, you know. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: For security reasons so that, yeah. you, you know, one way in you get frisked in. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when I found out – the the dump, we wound up, you know, that was the phrase we called for when everybody was going to leave. So prior to the dump, when the fireworks stopped, I asked if the, and the dump was going to happen just prior to the North Avenue beach detail finishing. So I called my boss on the phone. and I was like, can we have those guys come over here and be with us? And you remember when we pushed out? I was asking Mike and those guys. I'm like, "Hey, there's a chance that they're going to keep us late, like they did, you know, the year before and stuff like that." And those guys were like, "We're getting paid overtime. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll stay, right. no problem." So I didn't feel bad about asking those guys to come down because you know it 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 would have yeah, been right, within in their the mindset to, of where to leave. they were. Yeah, yeah, they were already in for the day, no matter what. Yeah. So I was like, "Hey guys, um, make your way down here when you are wrapped up over there." And so this was just. This was just in case. This was just in case because, yeah. I mean. Four, he, had a four, sen- he had a sense. Yeah. <laughs> he must have yeah. had like some I, I don't stuff. know how, like, yeah. I was like 40,000 people. I started doing the math. 40,000 people. I got four live guys <laughs> here. Uh, that's, I uh, like those odds. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm five, so <laughs> yeah. I'm five like 10,000 <laughs> 10, a person. Handle business. Yeah, you know, normally that's no no problem for us. So I was like, let's, you know, bring another team over here and right when they got there the fireworks started because don't forget we have the the m80 thrown into the, the crowd if if that's the scenario we're going with that starts the stampede but right when the stampede started what else happened
2: Three people are stabbed right outside the entrance, <laughs> where everybody's in exiting. In the bus turnaround. So in the at, bus turnaround. In the bus turnaround. Three people are stabbed. So we don't know. Again, did people see this and then hear radio chatter on the police radios of the police that are standing around there about a possible shooter? And and is that what started the stampede? We you know we don't know. And and we all. What's interesting to me is afterwards, and you know we'll talk about it again. But afterwards, when we all talked about it, we all have different. Perspectives of how we heard this all come down, yeah. you know, like how it all happened for us, basically.
1: Yeah, and we we're, to- I we were got talking the- about it. it. was like a Tarantino episode that
0: we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, like things aren't bad enough with the stampede, but now you got a legit stabbing. Right, like this wound up being a legit set with, th- right. yeah. <laughs> with three I, people stabbed. With yeah. three people. When I start hearing from the different agencies what's going on over there. Um, I didn't want to just send one team, which consists of two people, to three people stabbed, yeah. and I'm getting that they're still stabbing. I'm like, they've been stabbing ten minutes. Right. <laughs> like, how is this That's like like, this is like a Cuban knife fight? You know. Yeah. So I was like, can't see. That. I want I didn't want. I I think I I can't remember who I sent, but I sent the one bike team, and I don't know if it was the cart or something, but I just knew that I didn't want two people showing up. Right. I was like, at least four people, they have a fighting chance of, if anything, if this goes south. Yeah. So I sent two bike teams over, and then the bike teams are getting back to me saying, this is legit. This <laughs> bonafide. <laughs> <Spotify. We>, there's <laughs> people stabbed yeah. here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, terrific, you know, <laughs> terrific. We can handle this, no problem. Yeah. And then right when that happens, I don't remember which one happened first, the stampede or the stabbing, but I, I specifically remember the stabbing was like, the the firework that sent everything going In south. The tailspin. Yeah.
1: So you've got people. You've got your bike teams responding, or a bike
0: team with a cart responding. Yeah, I got four. <laughs> I got four of our members now going to this stabbing.
1: Is there a? Are you having a deal with um, with normal fire department EMS response? Well, on the other end to get ambulances there, or how is that? work for you guys. Uh,
2: 40,000 people are leaving <laughs> Navy Pier. That
0: became a problem <laughs> yeah. real quick. So, you have to understand the logistics of this push out of 40,000 people coming out and now they're they're the streets have turned into sidewalks now. You yeah. can't you can't drive down here. Every ounce of concrete is now filled with a person, a stroller, a child. Right. It is it is like Mardi Gras. The squad car. <laughs> If well, they're sloppy. not
2: stampeding back towards us, they are are walking out on yeah. all the streets that you would use for access.
1: So what did – did you guys end up it out to the stabbing or
2: – We we did. So actually this is oh. – we were on the like east end of the pier. So we were kind of – Vince had been talking to us up to this point saying, how's the crowd doing? How are we looking? Because we were basically the sweeping team, let's say, that was just kind of following the crowd from the far end as they were going. We're like, we're good, we're getting like, yeah, you know, numbers are starting to look smaller, we're kind of, we're making our way, numbers are, you know, whatever. Um, Now we're at wherever we were, kind of here, and then we hear this all start, we hear the stampede, and we look at each other like, oh, well, that's not good. (laughs) and we and we we're also like this, let's get this over is there gonna because be a thing. yeah there's going to be a thing and I, I think you know for vince i i mean i have to commend him so much on everything he did and it was probably very hard for him cuz we're all used to being in the middle of what's going on right to be sitting in a room and trying to quarterback from the blind spot, right? Not having any visual on what's going on is was probably painful <laughs> in some ways. Because you want be to be, yeah. be there,
0: you want to be, you want to be there, you want to be with the guys, you and know? you
2: know so much more when you see it, right? When you're trying to make decisions from uh, what people are telling you, it's right. A, and he did amazing. So
1: yeah, it sounds terrible up in the ivory tower, yeah. with Cold yeah. water right. bottles, and <laughs> right?
0: I'm sure it was a fucking nightmare. Right. To me. Uh, it's to be terrible. <laughs> I, was right. so, I was getting a stomachache from all the sandwiches I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> <up there>. Yeah, <laughs> all
1: uh, with that room filled with no knives. Like, after eight hours been <laughs>
2: like, oh hey, you guys want something to eat? You've been out there for a little while. <laughs> you
1: guys gotta be starving. <laughs> I've got a couple I've got a couple half eaten sandwiches I can fire over you. This I was, didn't want my whole yeah, I'm, I'm allergic to peanut butter, right. so here's a couple of PBGs. Right. <laughs> uh,
2: actually oh. Kyle said he looked at me, he said, hey uh it, because we we were thinking about the stampede coming towards us, and we knew if we start riding into that, we're on toast on bikes, oh, right? Yeah. We're gonna it wasn't get wasn't gonna end well. No. no, so he actually said, "Hey, sh- we should go around to the north side because that was we knew free
1: basically and clear. wide open, free yeah. and
2: clear." So we hoofed it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh you yeah, know. just dropped and we dropped. It we went
2: around and we just rode, and it was it was open, so we just hauled and and got up to the front, kind of right when. Uh, was Chris Hunter and Kyle Castellani were kind of at the stabbing, and so we we ended up on the stabbing too right. after other people. But um, and then and now we're actually on the other side of the stampede, so now the stampede's like behind us. It's very weird how it oh, wow. all worked out. But
1: yeah, so are you? What are you guys dealing with the stabbing? If you guys can even really talk. Well, about Well,
3: initially that. it was where were they? Because yeah. we heard this it bus. Was, yeah, it was it, they that were turnaround
0: called to inside a bus. Mm-hmm. And they got to their, they got to the scene, and there's how many buses? Fifty. <laughs> oh, maybe. the bus turnaround was maybe. It's yeah. called the bus turnaround, all yeah. right? And there's no buses moving, so these guys had to go find the stabbing on the bus in. A fleet of buses,
2: which wasn't even—I don't think—the actual bus turnaround. Nope. It was actually the bus turnaround was on the, let's say, north side of the pier, and the road where the buses drive is on just—it's the swing around, basically, and that's where it was. So we all went there first, and then thinking we you know you know you get kind of pointed by civilians right. over here and right. directed you see, by you him see other
1: crews and you're like oh maybe they're there yeah they're, they're or, just see, shrugging their waiting, shoulders too. and there were some police officers yeah. there we knew yeah so. Oof. I've, I think a I've of fallen SWAT for guys. this trick, like, meet me by the bus depot thing, too. <laughs> it's never good. It is never it is good. good. It is good. It is good. It bends at the one who calls, though. So, um, wow. So uh, did you guys end up making your way to a patient then at that point, or do you guys yep. end up yeah. finding them?
3: And so I think CPD actually started care. They did. It was a white shirt CPD. A
2: sergeant that, yeah.
3: Grabbed a tourniquet and put it on the one guy, and we're like, Wait, why are you covered in blood? Are you good? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, you okay? He's like, Yeah, I'm good. It's his. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. There There he is. (laughs) Found him. Nice. Yeah. And then um
1: did you guys get assigned a patient then? Did you guys have to deal with anything? At that
2: point, there was I there was an ambulance kind of pulling up. Uh we there were a few stabbing victims. The other ambulances were trying to get in. Again, this is it's so chaotic. You're trying to remember exactly what happened. But uh, and it feels – I know it was just a year ago, but it feels like
0: <laughs> – Well, I, I thought it was 2018. You yeah. Right. When you asked was- me, I was like, that's 2018. Yeah. There's no way it, that yeah. was last year. It was like, last this year. is uh,
1: July 4th, My 19 2020 has uh- been like five years long. <laughs> I think I was at the bar having I- a sarsaparilla. <laughs> oh. and,
2: uh- <laughs> so uh, so we we did – we made it into the stabbing victims, but they were managed. The other yeah. teams that kind of handled it. They were starting to put them – I think initially they put all of them or at least a couple on one ambulance – Just to get them out, uh, to go with the flow of essentially pedestrian traffic towards other ambulances that were trying to get in towards Lakeshore Drive. So that was that. And then the calls all started to. I
0: mean, Chris and Kyle were rock stars that day, just like everybody. There wasn't a single bright yellow shirt. That wasn't that at the top of their game, day. man. It was I couldn't have like been working with a better crew that day than these everybody was so top-notch that day and everybody was so focused. It was ridiculous. And th- if Navy Pier during that incident wasn't the perfect scenario and perfect implementation for bikes, I don't know what was. Yeah. Because n- you couldn't get an apparatus down that pier. You couldn't no way. you couldn't be running around. These guys were running around getting patients all over that pier, and the only way to get there were were on bikes, and like the response time was ridiculous. You know, I'd be like, "Hey, uh, we got somebody down over here," and then the next thing I know, we're on scene. Yeah, I'm wow. like, How did you do that? You <laughs> know, what I mean, wow. So it, it was it was it was amazing what these guys did.
1: Do you so? While this is going on, you've also got the this, this stampede situation well, you're dealing when, with.
0: This. So when the stampede started, how I knew the stampede started was because I my little stack of papers went to a big stack of papers. Mm. And now I have to basically, for all intents and purposes, triage this stack of paper. And now my radio is going crazy. The other radio is going crazy. And I see all the other agencies scrambling. So, uh, it's like something's definitely going on and they're, they're CFD, CFD, CFD. Yeah. So now I have a stack of papers and it says person fell down. Uh, I, one of the ones that like was one of the very first, like ridiculous ones that I got, um, <laughs> was, uh, a unresponsive pregnant woman. Do you guys remember? And I think that was like one of the first ones I sent out. And I'm like, and you guys, I don't think you guys could find it or something like that, but. A lot of these were unfounded or they just right. get up and go. Because don't forget, you have almost as many police as you have civilians here. And every one of them has a radio. And when somebody during the stampede, when somebody went down, they immediately got on the radio and said, you know, send me CFD. So I was getting so many of these runs. and Plus, um, like I got to imagine the hierarchy of,
1: you know, of all the people there. Every nonsense person injured call just lands in your lap. Like there's not there's no cop that's, well, that's saying, why I'm saying like the oh stack, like, the stack I I could huge. deal I could deal with this ankle sprain. Right. Like they, yeah. just everything you might as well be holding a garbage can. Or you got right, a cop going to do something.
2: Somebody says to him, Hey, I got this. The cop calls it in, but he has to move on to do what he's still doing. Right. And then that person says it again to a different cop and that cop calls it all into. So you're getting like five calls about the same right. person. And, the, and they're
1: and, probably all being described differently, which makes you think right. that, so again, now you instead get three of different
0: five calls for one patient. I have five calls for five patients. Right. So that started to add up quickly. And in the middle of it, I started getting better at deciphering what these runs were. And when the stampede started, we were getting a ton of calls from Harry Carey's restaurant. And that's when I asked Rebecca, remember when I was like, can you go to Harry Carey's and just triage and tell me if this is legit? Because Half of my stack is they're down at Harry Carey's, you know, for this, that, and the other thing. Actually, I, I, that yeah. wound the being where everybody ran to, right? That was like that the was, Alamo for most yeah. of these people. Yeah, it was sort
2: of where they all ran, and then that was where everyone kind of calmed down and look could look back and say, okay, well, I don't hear anything, so what's going on? And actually, what was happening a little bit was, so we had gone to the shooting. Now we're getting called by Vince, like, check this person out. You know, go check this person out. He and I are kind of, you're trying to stay together as a team, but there's so many calls coming in too. You're like, you check that, I'll check this. And then you come back together, and you're trying to, Stay together, but you're also being separated by this crowd that's just going crazy, right? So
1: it's gotta be hard for you guys to stay together as a team. Yeah, and the radio
2: is crazy. You're hearing so many different things and so much different stuff, and then so now we're starting to make ourselves back. And I actually was hearing people kept calling in and saying we've got two shot at Harry Carey's, three shot, four shot, all this stuff, and I'm hearing it. And I'm standing, we're standing right outside of Harry Carey's, and I and I just keep, (laughs) I keep like trying to talk into the radio, but you know, they say communications is yeah. always the thing that fails, right? And I cannot get through. And I'm all I'm trying to do is get through to Vince and say, we're right here. <laughs> right. We're right yeah. here. Right. Don't send 20 ambulances yet. Like, we're right here. Yeah. And then finally I got a break and I said, Vince, you know, don't send anybody yet. We're literally standing in front of Harry Carey's. Kyle and I are going to triage and we'll get back to you and let you know what's going on. He's like, great, Rebecca, you got it. Cool, you let me know. And that
1: was kind of... Um, deal managing that situation. Yeah. So what'd you have out of Harry, Ca- Harry Cares?
2: We had like two minor injuries. Okay. And and the other good part. So so. uh, Chris and Kyle showed up with us too, the other bike team. They had done all their business up front. And so we had done up our business front. And now how I said the stampede was actually had moved, was in the direction away from us. We start now, we start following the stampede. And so that's how we ended up at Harry Carey's. And we were saying that, and right as I said it, Chris and Kyle pulled up. And so we all just took a section and we all, we dispersed. We said, okay, go look to see what you have in Harry Carey's in the restaurant, outside the restaurant, you know, wherever. Come back here, meet, and we'll calculate, let Vince know. So we did that, and then we let them know, like, don't don't send anybody back. We're gonna handle it. And actually, Chris and Kyle took off. They got he and I stayed with the patients. Uh, the other bike team took off. They ran and grabbed stair chairs off of the ambulances that were you know
0: getting in now. Mildly close. And yeah. and now you know, they're a foot team. Yeah, yeah, they were a foot team. <laughs> they, they went from a bike to a foot.
2: You know, the good part about that is Vince is talking about trying to figure out where all these patients are. Those two guys, well, they knew exactly where the patients were. All they had to do is get the stair chairs to get them out because neither of them could walk. Right. So they went grabbed the stair chairs, came back, got them, took them out, and, you know, we kind of swept again. And, and that was yeah. kind of – that well, ended up being kind of the end of that. When
0: Rebecca got back to me and she was finally able to get on the radio and tell me that they had a couple patients because don't forget – We've already had, we've already started with three patients, uh-huh. and now these guys are finding a couple more. So I, I, I looked at the battalion chief. And I'm like, Chief, we need a plan. And so for the listener who doesn't understand what that means, is an EMS plan gets us five more ambulances to the scene right off the bat. So we get five more ambulances, we get another engine, we get a chief, and we get a, a uh, our our big chief was already on the scene there, but. Uh, so I just get the resources started. Now, when we get these resources started, we can't... These ambulances can't get to Navy Pier. They physically cannot get there. So um, our big boss was there and I was like, you have to let me know, I can't... So when I called the plan, part of my responsibility is to set a staging area and a tactical channel and. I I didn't I, I didn't know where to set a staging area because I couldn't see. Right. Because I was and so I kind of put that on him. I'm like, I can't see what's going on down there. Uh, can you tell me where our our um,
4: where, our staging is going to be? And he
0: he came back on the radio. And goes, there is no staging here. <laughs> oh, it's Chief Flynn, that came because yeah. he was yeah. yeah he and he was. He's like, I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to have police work on it, but right now there is no staging here. I'm like. Gotcha. Cool. So I'm going to go on. back because sure.
3: of, so, because of that, you were talking about like your crew staying together. At one point, I remember there were the three stabbed her in the back of one ambulance, and I think they had a candidate FPM with them too. <laughs> <laughs> and like I looked at her, and she just had that like look of fear in her face, like, oh God. What so I looked I at Rebecca. What I, said. <laughs> I looked at Rebecca. I'm like, I'm going to jump in the back until they get around to the other side. She's like, I'm like, watch my bike. You know, I'll, I'll be out in a second before they move. I'll be out. Well, then it started moving and I'm like, the ambulance. Yeah. I'm like, oh God, like, <laughs> no. So I'm like, okay, how far are we going? You know, you're in the back of an ambulance trying to look, You can't see anything. And I'm like, all right, how long have we been driving? It felt like forever. We literally went 150 feet. I get out. I'm in a whole new area. I have a whole new like landscape. I'm like, oh God, where am I? And where's my partner? Where's my bike? Where's, where's my water? bike? Where's my partner? I don't care about my bike. I'm like, where's my partner? Right. I'll, I'll take the ride up for yeah. the bike. I'm like, where's my partner? So I finally end up, I end up walking back around the front and I ran into Rebecca. I'm like, okay, there you are. Because she was trying to call you at that point, Vince. Cause I'm like, she's like on a radio. I'm like, Hey, I'm right here. I'm back.
1: <laughs> where's my
2: partner? <laughs> but I mean, I think at that point too, we were surrounded by police and other yeah. medics and it was just kind of, you know, we did get separated for a minute that was you know that's always a concern, but I also knew like we're all kind of but of course you look right you're like, okay, well, I'm not going anywhere until I know for sure that he's close by and then not he, he even, even yeah. with
0: even with like everybody had like perfect radio discipline at that event, but just the bikes, we should have gone to another tactical channel, yeah. But even as disciplined as the bike teams were that day, it was still hard. Like Rebecca is having a hard time getting to me because so much stuff is going on right, right. now. Everybody's checking. It. Everybody's got something. Everybody's got something. So, so we, yeah, while all this of is going on,
1: we've still only got the three teams there, or do we, we have got, more people? We have uh, three teams and multiple ambulances. We have coming three in for,
0: bikes and a cart. Okay. So and ambulances
2: are starting to like get through. They're starting in to trickle in. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oof. So and, we've called, the, so go ahead, Rebecca. Oh,
2: no, I was just going to say, I, I mean, at some point, too, we were kind of shuffling people onto carts and saying, all right, you're having, a, like, panic attack or asthma or whatever the case may be, they're not doing too bad. Get on the cart. Get you. I mean, in some of these instances, I think you just want to get them out of the crowd. Half right. the time they end up walking away, they're just freaking out or whatever. There's a lot going on. So, you know, I think you do, You just say, get on the cart. They're going to get you away. They'll assess you further away from the crowd. And then a lot of times what happens is three to four leave. people on the card say, I think I'm good. I'm going to go. Yeah. Right. Which I don't want to go to the hospital. Sign right? here. In <laughs> <And> these large scale <laughs> incidents, it's perfect. Right? right. I mean, they are okay. They're just stuck in this awful situation and gets the best of them. And they start, you know, panicking or whatever the case may be. And so,
0: so we've, so we go to a plan right away because with their three plus, like they're finding more people, Like who need to be transported. So, by the time I'm, you know, I'm keeping track of the math in my head, and um, I wanted the the battalion chief to make the call. So I said, because I'm I'm working three radios, and I go I go, chief, can you can you pull a plan for me? And he kind of looks at me. He's like, what? (laughs) A plan? I'm like, yeah, I'm Chief, I'm like, that's just the start. I'm like, hang on to your hats. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get real. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hang on to your hats because we're getting five right now and we're getting other resources. So he's like, okay. And, I, you know, he gets on the radio. Next thing I know, you hear the alarm office is um, by the orders of the 1st Battalion or whoever it was, you know, EMS, Plant, One, and Navy Pier. And so, you know, being on the other side of it, you know that all the other crews working around, you know, like – Ambulance 11 and, you know, uh, you know, 41 and 42. He's down, Tony. And 28, 28, and they're hearing that. They're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> What's going on over there? I think the
3: first ambulance I got there
0: was from the south side, though. Yeah. Okay. I want to say it was like 24. Well, well, the, well, 24, I believe, was supposed to be there initially as one of the standby ambulances. Oh, okay. But there was some kind of mix-up, and they didn't wind up getting there till late in the party. So <laughs> or when the party started, however, right. when the party it. started, yeah. So uh now we have we started the plan and that's a kind of a big deal, you know, but yeah. manageable, no problem. And so now these guys are still these guys are still out there finding more people. There's more people to be found. And the patients keep stacking up, stacking up, stacking up, you know, Rebecca and, and Chris and Kyle and Dan and Mike, they're all like, you know, I got another one. I got another one. I got it. So I go to the battalion chief, I'm like, "Hey, chief, I need a plan 2 <laughs> I like get on that radio. I like take us to a plan two. Which like, plan two, to, Which got you? What else? Five more. Um, five more. But then when you go to that, you get all these other things. Like we got the mass casualty uh, van or bus. Yeah, eight twelve. Wow. we get... Chiefs
2: coming in, comp- fire big, companies coming big in. Chiefs. <laughs> start, big chiefs. Yeah. Big chiefs
0: start moving in. So The ones that weren't there already started coming. You're like,
3: oh, Yeah, Ooh. and
0: so th- they made the staging area at the downtown firehouse, and they just had ambulances staged there. And then as we started calling them in, they were coming in one at a time, grabbing somebody in and taking them out. But I think they up. wound up being a bunch of peds. Weren't they, like... Weren't the stabbing victims kids or something like that? Uh, There was two teenagers and an adult. Teenagers. Oh wow.
2: Yeah, were the stabbing and then the the the, you know the stampede. I mean, thankfully, because we can kind of laugh about all this now. the Stampede victims were all minor injuries. Um, You know, nobody seriously.
0: Let's talk about the actual shooting patient that (laughs) wound up (laughs) getting shot. He wasn't my Uh, patient. I'm not. I'm going to defer. (laughs) (laughs) Defer. It. This guy can't, comes in as a shooting, mm-hmm. and you know I hear the the police officers on the radio say, "Yeah, he's got a a, a wound to wherever, gunshot wound to, to the to leg. To his leg, his leg, his butt, or whatever." And then it starts coming in that this is not a gunshot wound. So in the during the stampede, this guy's running out. A table had flipped over, and it, the metal leg had he like Just ran, gored into, him. ran into yeah, it. Yeah, basically, he got gored. If Ugh. You're not a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> and you accept that as truth. Pretty sure we won't go there. Right. right? We won't go there, but um, that was the shooting victim that um, everybody talks about <laughs> of the infamous 2019 Navy Pier 4th of July right. incident. Large oh. caliber table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was a big one. Oof. Yeah. Through. There, I mean, if you want to be creeped out, watch you can find them all on youtube there's videos of um people in harry carrie's has the have the has the police are going through and trying to clear this room telling them everybody get down and everybody's laying on the ground and they're like nobody knows because this is still at this point like for all intents and purposes an active shooter event and uh the chief had asked me he's like vince should we initiate an active shooter plan and i was like Chief, we have 200 police officers at Navy Pier right now. Like, we don't, you know, we already. What more are we going to get? Right. I'm yeah. like, you know, we have the resources here. I'm like, if if they let us, if they tell us that, you know, we need it or we find out, like, for ourselves that we need it, then we're definitely. But I was like, we're already ahead of the game as far as personnel. I'm like, let's just sit on this right now. Second,
3: let's table that for a minute. What is
0: an active shooter plan? <laughs> active shooter plan is I get on the radio and be like, "Active shooter plan, hey! 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 Rebecca." We were kind of we were
2: kind of out of how we would normally respond for that anyway because we were all already there. We would have normally been outside of wherever the active shooter was, waiting, you know, for the Cold police zone. to, uh, yeah. you know. The, uh, render the shooter right. useless at that point, and then we would go in and, and rescue Take victims. Thing, yeah. But we were already; it was already.
1: Oh yeah, that, <laughs> we're, we were already all in the shooter got initiated. Right. It was, it was you know, in. an hour before the incident. So
3: even after the stampede had cleared, and we were going back through to clear, I remember I was checking on one patient waiting for a stair chair. So I'm sitting with her, and I like heard something like rustle behind me. Now the only thing behind me is the water. So I'm like, uh, I turn around and look. Was it and, a Navy SEAL? It was it was, <laughs> it was CPD, and he's standing with his rifle. He goes, you're good. I got you. Do what you got to do. Hmm. I'm like, oh, well, that was
0: How nice. awesome is that? Right. Oh, he
3: turned yeah. around, and he's, like, right there over my shoulder. I'm like, cool. Yeah. yeah. We're, where's this SWAT guy when well, I'm working on the west side? Yeah. <laughs> where's this <Right>. guy?
2: <laughs> I mean, they had SWAT teams on the boats. They were all circling the pier because, of course, those boats out on the water, they're, there's no check for them either, right? They're kind of free, coming in freely and going out freely. Yeah. So, You've got, and there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of protection. I have to say there's, you constantly see it from our perspective. We know what to look for. And we're like, okay, there's somebody, there's somebody. Right. But, um, I, I never felt in danger or anything. I did no. certainly feel like it was chaotic and, you know, you think, okay, how bad can this get? Right. Um, and we, you just got to do what you got to do and, and hope for the best. And, and in the end, I will say, I thought everyone that day I worked with, I did like an amazing job just. As Vince said, a game, on point, thinking about how to, you know, what's going to work best. And yeah, it's great.
1: I, I gotta say it's it's always funny talking to other people and thinking about ourselves. Like how often we're most comfortable in that barely manageable situation, like not unmanageable, but like where you're like, yeah, I mean, we're, like we're hanging two, on. Two two other people would be nice, but like this is you know, it's <laughs> what I gotta do. Like it's
0: I. It's, I I, you know, I, you know, I, I know it sounds somewhat morbid, but I love those situations. I you do know? too. Yeah. I the the more chaotic, the more like intense it is. The the more, and I think that's kind of the nature of the bike team. Like the more intense it gets, the more like the a game starts coming out in these guys. Yeah. And um, you know, like I was making uh fun of the fact that you know we do have minimal standards to be met to be on the bike team. Like you can't just Go on the bike team. You right. have to, you know, there is a um, uh, an agility test. There is an endurance test that you have to do. So um, I think it's like in these guys' nature just to like want that kind of right that, action. Right. They're and, driven people. And when on that and when anyways. you when you see these guys doing their regular um, downtown patrol, they're listening to the police radio and they're like trying to like get these runs before you know the fire companies get there and these yeah. guys are hustling these guys are you know sprinting a mile to get to a run and you hear my i mean i do too i get to hold the company you're
1: uh, <laughs> you're here to help me right. jesus i can't
0: see right. <laughs> there's too much sweat in my eye <laughs>
2: I don't know if you... I'm
0: good, man. You guys should call someone for yourself.
2: I don't know Oof. if you've talked about it before, but I, I you know, just to talk about that. I remember coming on the job. I was on ambulance 41, which is downtown, and we're responding to these calls in my first summer down there, and these guys roll up, drip and sweat, and like, huffing, and... or Well, they're already there. We respond on the ambulance, and they're already there, and they're yeah. dripping sweat, and they're in there, right stuff the like... Forty-three year old having an asthma attack. We a, started a treatment, thing. and it was you know I got to give credit like Dan Bob and Stu Kirk, uh, J D Giovanni, Ricky Kiel and These guys that I that I saw riding yeah. in my first year, and I thought, who are they and what is this? Because I That's like it. Awesome, I'm yeah, in. Holding
1: that drenched notepad, yes. Like, I'm in. Or
2: or and then later you'd hear him be like, "You can hold the ambulance. We're getting a refusal." I'd be like, "Oh, my savior,
1: the best."
2: <laughs> So you know, credit where credits do. Yeah. I think that they set the
0: tone of like And we had Danny on the show. Oh,
2: you did? Yeah,
0: we had Danny, and Danny t- told a couple of doozies. I bet <laughs> Danny <laughs> told us about his first fire, where he's like, "I'm not going in there; it's too hot." <laughs> <laughs> we, that's the guy who we got, guys. JD, DJ oh yeah, yeah, that's Jay. A, if you're listening, yeah. which I hope you are, God yeah. bless you. Pro- very props, downfall, man, and congrats. <laughs> I'm gonna say congrats. Oh.
1: Meow. <laughs> that was to Jane, not to. no! Oh, I thought <laughs> you guys had a thing going on. Oh. That was a random. Yeah, no. no, that was a random. <laughs> just, just one of my ticks. All right,
0: interviewer, All right, where so, are, so, where yeah, are well, we? Where I mean, are we? There's a
1: lot we, going on. I'm looking at the stack of paper. That got. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> right. I'm you looking at the stack me. of paper that I got. Um, so you guys have managed. I, I'll say at this point, you guys have managed this hair carry situation. This. Um, I mean these these stabbing patients are being being transported, if not transport at this point, right? Yeah,
0: they're probably off the scene by this time. The
1: stampede is yeah. nearly neared its completion. Will we say? Yeah, yeah. getting there. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> get what's going
0: on. Uh, just that kept adding up. Like and like I said, we got to a plan too. So now we have all, all from all
1: from like stampede's done but these people are popping up as well now that the
0: stampede's got now it's easier for these guys to be like oh that guy needs somebody he's laying there yeah the one can't
2: walk can't walk yeah
0: and so um you know we have 10 ambulances on standby like staging just you know i don't know maybe a quarter mile away at at the firehouse down the street and we start getting this all wrapped up and as this starts winding down I decided to leave the comfort of my ivory tower, mm-hmm. as <laughs> you call it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. just because I have yet to see this with my own the eyes. Bad one well.
1: that's going on And so,
0: it. when you think about like how like it's been downplayed in the media and stuff like that, I walk out. There are there are shoes everywhere. Actually, right? I,
2: that was I was going to bring that up. That was for oh, me that yeah. you talked about something eerie. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it, I mean,
3: shoes it, and strollers. The
2: shoes and strollers. Just the stampede path. People ran out of their shoes, and so their yeah. shoes were just. You'd see, you know. Uh, flip-flop here and then maybe 10 feet you might see the matching or not I mean it was just (laughs) Uh a path of shoes left behind as people ran away and it's weird that
0: like we all have that that image of the shoes. so many
1: shoes say the strollers I feel like the
0: strollers yeah the strollers were because you couldn't like I, I imagine that you couldn't like roll the stroller so you're just grabbing your baby in your arms oh yeah This episode of Chicago's Bravest Stories is brought to you by Sports and Ortho Physical Therapy. I'm here with Dahlia Fami, owner of Sports and Ortho Physical Therapy, where they specialize in rehabilitation of police and fire. Hi, Dahlia.
4: Hi, Vince. How are you? Thanks for having me back.
0: Uh, So, Dahlia, I have definitely been to physical therapy before, and honestly, I felt like I didn't have much time with the physical therapist. There's a lot of people in there, and the therapist is spending time with multiple patients. They're taking uh, care of them, and you can't get a one-on-one time. How is sports and ortho different than that?
4: Yeah, Vince, so that's definitely a problem in the physical therapy world right now. Unfortunately, healthcare is money-driven, and when we talk about corporate America, it's all about packing those patients in uh, more than a priority than giving quality one-on-one care. So that's exactly why I opened Sports & Ortho 17 years ago. I'm a physical therapist first and foremost, and I really believe that patients should have one-on-one care and that you know they should really have some aggressive therapy to get them back to where they wanted to be. So... The way that our clinic works is that we have our patients one-on-one with the therapist for 45 minutes, and then another 45 minutes out on the gym making progress on their flexibility and their strength.
0: What are you doing during that 45 minutes, during that one-on-one time?
4: So we are all manual therapists, so that means that we're all trained in all sorts of soft tissue work, joint mobilizations, trigger point dry needling, all that good stuff. So. During that first 45 minutes, we're hands-on with our patients doing whatever they need to get results.
0: Yeah, I definitely never got a full 45 minutes of hands-on therapy, much less 90 minutes of full treatment.
4: Yep, well, that's what sets us apart from our competition, patient care over corporate profits.
0: Well, there you go, everyone. There you have it. You can make an appointment at Sports and Ortho PT and at any one of their seven locations, and you don't need a doctor's referral check them out at sportsandortho.net. So thanks, Dahlia, for coming in.
4: Thank you so much, Vince. Thanks for having me.
0: Okay. Welcome back from <laughs> Rebecca's pee break to Chicago. Thank Chicago's. you. I'm so sorry. That's a, yeah, a pimp specifically out. In Iowa, we have
2: ditches, but here I have to go to the
0: bathroom. She's a country girl. This modern... Uh, Toilet trees are new to her. Oh, head. it's so weird. It's, <laughs> Indoor plumbing. plumbing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Indoor plumbing. I mean, it's barely, barely above. I fun. hope you guys
0: don't mind I peed in this water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I got to tell you, like. There, there's uh, actually a sign on the one upstairs that says the lever's broken. If you don't know how to use, flush it manually, Stop using it. <laughs> I literally took a picture. I'm like, this is awesome. It's, I mean, it's nothing we spare but We No class expense around for you, here. Kyle. Yeah, no, it's no expense. Right, <laughs> up, right in my wheelhouse. Well,
2: I added to the class by going into the Ben's restroom because it was closest. So, oh,
3: is that what you identify oh, as today? Not, not
1: the move. I gotta tell you, I, I went to, uh, I, I went to the girls' bathroom because I needed to. Uh, I needed to blow my nose. Uh, whatever. A couple weeks back, I was like, "Oh my god, they've got soap in here! <laughs> like, it's, it oh, smells nice." Really? Yeah. Oh I yeah, see, you messed up I made by doing that Oh, you, you've chosen poorly. <laughs>
0: <Boy>. <laughs> yeah, you I felt right I, back in the country. Don't worry. I did. I felt like
1: this is my home. Yeah. I we don't all need share. a toilet.
0: I just need a hole. Just whatever. Whatever's whatever. That's it. <laughs> right. So everybody had a new drink. Are we refreshed. Refreshed. <sighs> so where are we? I, I mean, the stampede is over. There's
1: shoes over. everywhere. You flip guys deal with shoes. shoes and and flip flops. So any and strollers. While this shoes is all going on, any anything besides that bow fire, anything else out on the water that you guys have had to deal with at all? No. Or no.
2: not on that, not on that day.
1: Oh yeah.
0: thank god, no. But I mean, you know, keep in mind that the uh, these bike teams they patrolled the whole like beachfront. They're they're the bike team has done a ton of water rescues yeah. with their throw bags. And, um, I mean, every year there's at least one save that these guys, uh, the lifeguards are pulling these people out of the water and the bike team's the first one there and the bike teams are the first ones like initiating care and they're responsible for bringing a ton of people back from uh, these water incidents. Yeah, you
1: actually said that you, um, wasn't that like one of the things that you started implementing once you were kind of getting your getting your feet wet with it?
0: as far as like getting that, getting
1: that throwback. Well, the-
0: we've always kind of, you know, if you were a, a bike team guy that had done it a bunch of times, you knew the value, but there was no formal like structure for the bike teams. And, um, you know, it wasn't until we started really getting more legitimate and really getting more responsibility and increasing our like, um, responsibilities downtown that we started to, to, we, there was a need for us to tighten up our game and everybody needed to be on the same page. So when we go through the training as the bike team, um, everybody gets the same training, you know, officers, FPMs, and everybody, they go through the exact same training. So everybody's on the same page. Everybody knows exactly what's in that bag. Everybody knows exactly what the expectations are. So um, that's why you, you know, this was a, a good um, test for the how well these guys have been doing with yeah. the training and stuff like that because uh, it was a seamless. Yeah, you know they were able to communicate with each other. They were able to respond, and you know it it starts with these guys being hard chargers, right? You know these right, guys are getting before. after Yeah,
1: yeah. You're not you're not grabbing the guys. that are like, eh, let the other animals take it. Like, it's... <laughs> there's
0: definitely not and it, definitely not none of that on this day for sure. Right.
2: Yeah. Ten years ago, when I started with the bike team, we were it was all downtown. I mean, some special events, you know. But uh, and then it it has just kind of blossomed, and we started doing all this um, North Avenue Beach detail, and realized, well, we're right on the water, right? We're the first ones that can be there. And he said, our, I mean, I, our training got more tight. We we got had some. Excellent people, I think, on the fireside that worked with us from Air Sea Rescue and you know the dive team that were open to us and 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 trained us and trained with us and taught us things and welcomed us into their fold. Essentially, I would say the lifeguards were great too from the park district. They were yeah. really we open never, to us. We
0: were never met with any resistance whatsoever. We were met with open arms by everybody. And when the dive team goes out to that chess pavilion and they do their training, they're always like, "You guys come on over here. You know, come come work with us." Like you know, because that they have they have a vested interest in us as well. Yeah. So and there's we,
1: definitely something to be said for seeing how different different agencies handle their incidents, so you know what to expect when you get those guys. Or, or yeah, because a hundred
0: percent. During the bike team season, if the dive team is in the water, the bike team's going to be standing right there. Mm-hmm. They're going to be with them and. Uh, you know, we'll move into the writ role or we'll move into a, a role so that you're just another another body that can be there to help and fulfill a role so that um, you're, you're a, force, a force multiplier at that point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: And I think doing the bike team, because we are working now, you know, we do all these special events. We do Gay Pride. We do the parade. We do a Lollapalooza. We do Taste of Chicago. We do this. We are always Riot around Fest. For Riot Fest, all oh, this yeah. stuff. We on the bike team, those members have seen so many big events, like so many big events. And, you know, inevitably things happen. I mean, you know, Blackhawks parade a few years ago. We had like 50 people go down and I don't know. We had Tommy Garetti in here talking about, you know, Yeah,
0: he talked about that incident. And, you know, uh, the marathon,
2: the marathon, that's
0: always a ridiculous one for the bike team. Yeah. You're, 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 we always have an arrest. And we, at least we're always, one.
2: like, thinking outside. The, I think we all have learned to think outside the box. So, like I said, we don't transport people. However, if there's a hospital one block away and I'm waiting for 30 minutes for an ambulance because it's so busy with, you know, gay pride parade runs at that point, right? that patient might make it over there
0: yeah, somehow. Sure. Right? Yeah. It may or may not have happened. Whatever, whatever in the best. May <laughs> <interest laughs> or may not have happened. Right, yeah. the that patient and the next patient that's too.
2: popping up, that's waiting for someone to respond. You know, so yeah. We, I
1: mean, we talked about before with, um, with all the guys we've talked to, you know, with the, on the fire side of things, like there's always that rule of like two in, two out. But again, emergency situations, you're, you're being thrown into a fold of like, Hey, like am I supposed to follow the rules or am I supposed to do what's best for the person I'm helping out? And you do what you have to do to get it there's done. There's
0: always an exception yeah. to the rule. Yeah. Um, and it happens And for paramedics on bicycles, the, f- the, the, The big thing that, you know, I like seeing with, like, myself or any of these guys is, like, what Rebecca said, like, getting out of being a paramedic on an ambulance mode and getting into being more of a free thinker because your situation has changed dramatically when you're a paramedic on a bike. Um, We had, uh, like, basically a high angle rescue the one time when this guy was hanging off the, um, uh, the fire escape by his ankle this drunk guy was hanging there and who showed, and this was the person down for the unknown cause in the alley. Standard. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. He he fell, but he's dangling there by his ankles, like stuck in the grate of the fire escape and the bike team's first on the scene. Yeah. You know, these, these guys need to, you know, and to be a little more free thinkers. And, you know, uh, if you're still in ambulance mode, you know, you might get there and you're going to be like, "Uh, can you send a fire company? To help us right. we have a guy hanging from the fire escape <laughs> you know right but you know I, i've seen these guys just One time is a
1: luxury that's that's great oh but, these, yeah. these guys
0: are ridiculous and that, that that's what i that's what i love about this bike team and that's what you know makes all these people gravitate toward because you know you really get to do cool stuff yeah Oh, it sounds like it. And then every now and then you go to 4th of July at Navy Pier and uh, (laughs) it's a fan, yeah. Right, yeah. It's a great day. So, yeah, so bring it to that,
1: uh, bring it back. Um, So, again, we've got just a a mass of shoes and strollers. (laughs) What, What are you guys dealing with at this point?
0: Uh, I think it's just like uh, now they have a lot more help. They have a lot more manpower, so you got a bunch of... Crews are
1: actually able to make their way into... Yeah, now crews are rocking
0: around with stair chairs, right? You have people, um, more help bringing... Because prior to the help getting there, which they had a hard time getting there, the bike teams, like, you know, they talked about uh, Chris and Kyle went, and they were a foot team. They were just taking a stair chair, and there's picture on the sun times of these two on the bikes with their bright yellow shirts working a stair chair bringing a patient out they were just going in grabbing a guy bringing him Shuttle out, out. yes yeah, just shuttling patients back and forth and um so it was just uh, basically a mop up before the end mm-hmm. and uh you know i walked out and i was like holy crap the mass casualty <laughs> thing is here like every top boss we'll call is all for this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have one, one of those like, <laughs> holy crap what does this thing do because at that point I'm not even thinking about the bosses I'm going to get I'm only thinking about my capacity to move patients right. out of this scene so I forgot you go to plan two you're really whacking the beehive <laughs> you know And uh, it once I physically walked out there and saw it I was like oh dang oh boy <laughs> you can't, look dang. at all these vehicles <laughs> Where all the black done? buggies come from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeesh. yeah, so you know these guys did an amazing job. We finally, get, you know, they finally send the bike team home. And I don't, go, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this, but so the the cart has to, you know, it's a ATV and it has to go from Navy Pier to Engine Twenty Two's house, which is a couple miles uh, north of where they are, and to go park this back in the, the firehouse. So,
1: and this is just the vehicle that, that holds the bike equipment?
0: No, no, no. This is an actual response vehicle. You got two paramedics on it, and they have everything that an ambulance has. Oh, okay. But it's just meant for transporting them from any place to an, another ambulance. Wherever. It's a Polaris 6x6 six six with okay. a stretcher in the back. A stretcher, a LifePak 15. It's got, it It's got. It's an Oof. ambulance. It's an yeah. ATV ambulance, basically. Jesus. And they have to go return this. This thing might be
1: more expensive than a fucking ambulance.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Probably mm. not after we're done.
1: with
2: it. Oh, yeah. uh, who uh, there yeah, was we, stuff, uh, we
0: we really beat those things up. Yeah. Uh, um. Just from you know doing hard work. All but, terrain uh, vehicle. Yeah. All <laughs> terrain. So except these guys, for on the sand. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. An ATV that that is <laughs> Don't terrible go on the sand. The sand. Uh, well, that's because uh, we're not allowed to.
1: I mean, use it. Yeah. 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 If it's like yeah. it's like a most terrain vehicle. That's yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Alternate terrain. Um so these guys have to take this thing and they have to go up Lakeshore Drive. So now we're all done. We're like, holy crap, that was ridiculous, right? You yeah, know, like just happened. now we're all like trying to calm down. We're, we have we're a nice all, after action. Yeah. We oh, sit at a God. table, compare stories, <laughs> say from my angle, here's all yeah, everything else. I was I here. Yeah. yeah. So the one group goes back to bring this uh, ATV back. And on the way to bring it back, what happens to them in true, you know, Vince is working this day. It's 4th of July. We already had a you know a, a stampede. Yeah. A woman gets hit on Lakeshore Drive right in front of the cart team. And oh. These, my God. So we all go back um we're like radio where, off at that point. Where is <laughs> yeah. where is the cart team? Like what? This should not take them that long. Like what is going on? And they get back and they're like yeah this is a <laughs> woman got crushed on the right in front of us like you know, we had to, we had to treat her and we had to transfer, you know, care and we had to do all this. I'm like, like you guys haven't done enough today. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it was like <laughs> it, it well, apparently was a like a bad, like bad pedestrian yeah, struck by that okay. And uh so we all make it back to our, our rally point, you know, our logistics rally point and uh um we're putting all our stuff together and you know, keep in mind like we we do a very good job of being a team and yeah. everything is together. So we wanted to go back together. We wanted to leave together. And when the cart comes back and says, yeah, you know, we're ready to go. We had this. And we're like, all right, good. Let's all punch out. I'm done. What?
2: Happy what? 4th of July.
0: Yeah. 4th of July. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: What better way to celebrate our country's independence? Yes.
3: Jeez, yeah. man, what up? It's the easiest rehire until that last half hour. I was, I I was
1: going to say, come on. How long does this whole thing last?
0: Shit! Honestly, I don't,
2: it, know. It, honestly, five I days? don't think it's it five days. I know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like start it. To uh,
2: it, ha- it couldn't have been that long that it all lasted, but it certainly feels like a lifetime oh, of well. You know what? You happened. know what
0: lasted the longest was the the time that we started until the time that the shit hit the fan, because it was dragging on. At least for me, because I'm sitting up there, and nothing really is going on. Yeah. I got a handful of runs, and it, time is just dragging on. But when the shit hit the fan, next thing I know, it was like a snap of a finger, and we're three hours in. I was like, what the fuck? Oh no, my you know? God.
1: So, you, I mean, I, no one cares about Vince. But we're, uh, <laughs> Dude, t- stop t- t- it. yeah. Uh, love they, it. They, they, yeah, they hear, <laughs> they hear him uh, all the time. So, what's your guys' background? where did you guys come from?
3: Oh, well, uh, I'm the newest, I guess. I'm I've got about Five and a half years, I started downtown on Ambulance 11. Okay. I was down there for four and a half years. I went to... Who's was your on, partner? You got to give him a shout out. Oh, Mr. Steve Katz. Is oh. SK oh, Productions. SK Productions. SK Productions. <laughs> he never turns down a rehire. <laughs> <laughs> Ever.
2: Got to get woke and strong.
3: Got to be strong for the family. Got to be strong. <laughs> so I, I was with Steve at 11 and I had Johnny Lean. Johnny Lean was my first partner. Oh, really? So oh. You mean Chief Lean. Chief Lean? Chief Lean. Chief Lean. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> huh? You woke? Four or five, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I went to Ambulance 28 with Cody for six months before I finally saw the light and crossed over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you cross over? I did. I just crossed awesome. over
0: in May. Oh, congrats. Thank you. Nice. Tell everybody where you are fighting the, fighting the dragon. What's a dragon? <laughs> I'm fighting bed sores, man. <laughs> I'm at engine sixty-four
3: at seventy-sixth and Pulaski, doing it down there, or not doing, doing. anything. <laughs> He's doing something down Strong. there. I'm getting my sleep back. It's retribution. You oh, are yeah, owed it. some.
1: It's all coming back. So, and did you? How'd you start off in the, in the fire service? Was it from? Oh, I from started here
3: off in a little village in the southeast suburbs called the Village of Phoenix, which is right in the middle of Harvey, Dalton, Riverdale.
0: Those guys don't have any fires out there.
3: No, never. No. Uh-huh. Never. <laughs> no. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, so I started there. I worked at Central Stickney for a couple of years, and then the city called, and like an idiot, I came running. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you talked
1: about it. Yeah, you're a Southside boy. So, yeah. yeah. Was it always, always kind of the dream to be, uh, be on That's the fire service there?
3: Word. where... It all started. Oh, wow. uh, my uncle retired with 29 years off the ambulance, and he goes, you know what? Go get your medic. It's going to be the easiest way on the job. And I listened.
1: And hey, look at you now. <laughs> like right, an idiot. Right. Look at you easiest now. Easiest way on. Right.
3: Five years, felt like 15, but...
1: Well, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, go on. ahead.
3: I got nothing. Oh, that's it? <laughs> but, ah, well, that's I was going to say, you,
1: you might have heard this voice before. Where... Where where have we maybe heard you before?
4: Oh well, I don't know. Oh, oh, she
0: changed oh, the whole oh, tone oh. of her voice. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no. What podcast am I on sound- now? <laughs> it, it wouldn't sound like that. Uh,
2: I do sing in a rock and roll band here in. Chicago, called Northside. Uh, We played Rock the Badges several years, done a lot of uh, events with John Garrido, actually, and other uh, things, Ignite the Spirit, that kind of stuff. A lot of charity fundraising events my band has played. Play a lot of street fests. I've also played with a group of guys from the fire department called... Oh, depending on the year, the detailed guys. Um.
1: I'm
3: just here for the day.
2: <laughs> I'm just here for the day. It's, yeah.
1: It's like a super band, you guys. C- got. Yeah, we're like the <laughs> CFT
2: super band. Yeah. A lot of musicians out there, actually. It's surprising. Um, I go to a lot of firehouses and start talking music. Oh, yeah, I play guitar. I play, you know, so it's, it's really cool. A lot of people with outside interests. is kind of interesting to get to know people.
0: Well, this year kind of messed you guys up for.
2: Yeah, we know. had eight shows scheduled for over the summer, all outdoor festivities, which, you know, um, uh, I love outdoor stuff and, and we, with the COVID, we just couldn't do any of it. All of it canceled. So kind of a bummer.
1: How, how'd you get your start?
2: Uh, to be honest, kind of a fluke. Um, I was not pursuing this. I anticipated I applied to medical school and I did not get in, no.
4: <laughs>
2: but I also had no, not ex- too late. no experience <laughs> and they were kind of like, what have you been doing for the last however many years since you graduated from undergrad? And I said, well, I was taking pre-med classes and I'm a musician, so I work in the bar industry, right? I mean,
1: I mean, <laughs> what, what more could you ask for? <laughs> that's what we do
2: as struggling musicians.
1: <laughs> just, uh, just walk out like I just... I. Nailed it. I <laughs> right. got it. No right. problem.
2: <laughs> uh, and so they said, why don't you go back and, I don't know, get some experience maybe. So um, I went to EMT school because I remember a guy I took class with did that. And he said, you know, med, uh, med schools love that. So I went to EMT school with John Lean, was one of my instructors. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The Larry. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Larry. Yeah. Oh, a lot geez. of other guys on the job. And then I went to paramedic school and then I ended up getting lucky and getting called by the fire department and that's what people did who were paramedics and I just kinda loved it to be honest. So that was it. Yeah. That's and I just jumped on the train and Well tell people about <laughs> your um
0: your uh you going out to the schools and doing CPR for the kids.
1: Well you know what? Oh. Hold on. Vince, I'm
0: asking questions here. Oh, can, can,
1: can you? <laughs> sorry. Can you You're tell on us,
2: seat today. You don't get to ask questions. Can
1: you tell us side, about Vince. when you have taught at schools? CPI? <laughs> well, sure, Corey. I would love to.
2: Uh,
1: Great question, right, Vince? Yeah, man. How did you know about that? It's you know, crazy. I do my research. I <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: So I worked in... Uh, the MARC division for a couple years um, under Leslie Stein Spencer. I got to give a shout out, one of the best bosses, and Pete Lazara, one of the best mentors I've ever had. I mean, loved I loved working under both of them and learned so much from both of them. Uh, at the time we were working in Chicago on improving our survival and cardiac arrest, Pete Lazara and uh, Dr. Weber had come up with just us finding a way for us to do it better. And so they implemented that in the field. We do so much better than we used to. Um We were talking about who can do hands-only CPR. And we were talking about the fact that, you know, it's just someone getting on the chest uh, within that first few minutes of a sudden cardiac arrest is life-saving. Yeah. And it so we're teaching, we're requiring it of high school kids, right? And I've got kids who are younger. And I thought, well, my my kids could, I think, do this. You know, they're they're even younger than junior high, but for sure junior high kids could do this. And so... I came up with a program to teach junior high kids. Leslie Stein Spencer was super supportive of it and, um, you know, fighting through the red tape of the fire department. And then of course the board of education, all that took forever. But, uh, she, uh, she essentially, uh, had my back and, and just said, you know what, this is the right thing that you're trying to do. So you just go do it. And so, um, I just started going out to teach junior high kids. And I will say I got a ton of volunteers from the fire department that would come out and meet me at these schools. Um, we taught, a very simple hour long class to schools that I, you know, would have connections with or whatever. I think we ended up teaching 3 to 4000 junior high kids hand only wow. CPR in in a couple of years. So it was uh, I expected more from you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it was cool. The, Vince, I'm trying.
0: My God, I'm trying. Three thousand. That's <laughs> it. My God, Jesus. I'm i expect more. <laughs>
1: I was
2: exhausted after two years. I was like, I'm so tired. <laughs> and yeah. So I've passed the program on though. Uh, Pub Ed actually has that program now. We have a video. Um, uh, you know, I'm willing to help whenever, but uh, they've kind of taken the reins of that. And uh, it's you know, it was cool. I, I, I have to say, watching the kids was probably one of the coolest things because, because they don't have any concept right. and seeing them be, you know, to be honest, pretty bad in the beginning oh yeah <laughs> in the first half hour. And then in that last half hour, seeing them up and down on the chest hard, like they're supposed to, and like getting it, you're like, you, you see a change in an hour and oh, to yeah. know that that is possible is. That, really, and that's really, gotta really
1: be wild. Cause like, I got to imagine at that age, like junior high, like these kids are in that situation where like, I feel like they're still pretty like, I don't know, like, like, they probably feel powerless over, like, parents and adults and yeah. stuff. But, like, to give them that where they're like, oh, man, like, I'm doing something. Like yeah, you've sure got you you, something. empower
2: them, right? Yeah. You know, start young. And, and they're going to get it in high school, but now they're going to go to high school and be like, oh, yeah, wait a second. I did this in junior high. Those right. kids, you know, I mean, I wish I could have taught everyone, I you know. Yeah, I got
0: I, Just uh, three-year-old grace. I didn't meet Vince's expectations. <laughs> yes. yeah, 10,000 was my number. Right, that's that. that's kind of that's kinda where I started thinking about talking to people is that number. But you think about, like, if a junior high kid actually had to implement the skills that Rebecca taught, that would be a life-changing event right. for a junior high kid, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that comes with a cost, too, don't you think? Like, yeah, this kid may or may have not saved like let's say it's a worst case scenario for a junior high kid he gets on the chest he's doing his best and he doesn't get this person back like that kid is gonna need some therapy don't you yeah, think so you're just really hammered back well back. i know no, uh, i know saying, like, <laughs> but it, i'm just it's, saying it's, like, a, it's <laughs> an important thing oh yeah that you know you're you're arming this kid with like a life-changing skill yeah you, know, it-
2: I think the biggest thing for me is, and i and I would say this to them, too. I would say, you know, I, I don't know that I would say this, but I do think at least you feel like you weren't standing around doing nothing. Right. And we're not—we're not, we're not going to save everybody. You're not going to save everybody. We're not going to save everybody. When all—when all, when all
1: cylinders are fired. At the end
2: of the day, it. you can look back and you can say, "I did everything I possibly could have done to change that situation," and you have that in your head. And I—I and I would try to empower them and say, "This is—this is the option that you have. Yeah. Standing around and doing nothing—you will—that will be a terrible thing to live with. But if you can live with the fact." That you did everything you knew you could do, and you know we don't win everything. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. Not everybody's right. meant to be a superstar, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> <Some
1: of Okay. laughs> drop, drop your unattainable <laughs> standards,
4: <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> you will, you will turn out. You will convert cardiac Chris. That's right. I've, only only the weak don't survive. But that's yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, really, it's it's population control. That all by, the my three year old she. Nearly Grace the Tank nearly puts me in arrhythmia every time she's like wrestling me. I totally could see that going down. Like I'm I'll just be hanging out like I'm, I'm doing something on the couch. She's like sneak attack and just grab me by
0: the neck. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, well that that's that's what I wrestle with with my son taking jujitsu now. Oh that it's very much you remember the the Pink Panther where he would have Kato <laughs> uh, like yeah. he hired him like to <laughs> sneak up on him and like sneak attacks just so he would be always on his guard. Well, my son does that to me yeah. and He's very close to choking me. <laughs> like, I'm to the point where... Does like, he know CPR, Vince? <laughs> no, but he, <laughs> yeah. he will now. I, I now that teach he's, the further he moves on in jiu-jitsu, the more he's going to have to learn more first aid. <laughs> but, uh, you know, before when he was little, he, he tried to sneak attack me. I would just, like, shrug him off like a fly. But now he's getting bigger and he's, yeah, more, beat it, nerd. he's, he's more advanced in his jujitsu. Now that, that chokehold's a little deeper, <laughs> a little forceful. <laughs> the, the, the vision gets a little narrow. <laughs> so, Corey, I know what you're talking about when you're a three-year-old. Oh, uh, God. Like really, wreck- but you were known for your weak chest. I like you know? and yeah, smack talking almost you're
4: strong. almost Bryce.
0: everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just
0: geez, weak legs,
4: just <laughs>
3: not really, not really much around the shoulders. I just I'm not really bringing too much to the table. I can tell you, my seven year old's got a great right hook. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, I'm doing the same.
1: My wife wants to murder me. I'm doing the same. I'm like, I'm like, she'll, she'll like walk out the door. I'm like putting on. A, I got like the UFC fights and like I didn't know girls do that. I'm like, yeah, g- girls are super, like, I'm an empowering guy. Like, girls just beat the shit out of people all the time. And like, <laughs> what, uh, why are you pointing at me right now? <laughs> and, like, and I'm, 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 like, teaching her the hook. I'm teaching just my youngest. My oldest is like, Dad, I don't, that's boy stuff. But, like, my youngest, geez, God help. I don't even have I to worry it. about a guy. Like, she'll she beat the shit out of this guy worse than I would. Like, I'm not even worried about it. Well, what, what else we got? Anything else you guys want to?
0: I think that wraps it up. I yeah. just want to thank you guys. I can't thank you guys enough for being on here. Yeah, you there. guys are awesome. And, thank uh, you guys. you know, um, I'm glad that uh, we actually were able to tell this story. Like, this is the first time I think that I actually chatted about this story to people who were actually there with me on that day. And just to be able to have, like, your perspective as opposed to mine, which was no perspective whatsoever. Ivory Tower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, the, the – I'm happy being that able stopped. to talk to the people who are actually doing the work yeah. uh, is pretty awesome. So thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate it. Oh. Vince, and thank you a, for your service. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> for thank you, Vince had me with free beer. It doesn't take a lot. I had to do what I had to do. And to now the party really starts. Yeah. So thank you. And thank you, Corey, for being the moderator for this special episode <laughs> special. of Chicago's Favorite Story. Special.
1: Well, Thank you guys very much for joining us. Now, before
0: uh, Steve's yell at, before Steve's Steve yells at you. Oh, do you have to do like a, or, a thing or? or or
1: yell at you for not yelling at me? Yeah, about yeah.
0: yeah. Somehow or another, Steve's gonna yell at one of All us. All right, So yeah, I kind of
1: kind of got off track. All right. So my thing. I don't really. I generally don't talk a lot, which is good for everyone. But my thing that I <laughs> That's ask a lie. everyone I've heard all about that is, voice. Oh, I was gonna say oh, he's got oh, this really stop. deep voice. Why it's, wouldn't he he's talk? like the
0: it's Tom Shreddy of this show? Well, cool. <laughs> him and Jason Patton had a thing the other day, <laughs> <laughs> day in the studio. Like, he uh, <laughs> got weird. Yeah. Okay, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Did, did you talk get talk lost? Before? The weird <laughs> in each other's eyes.
1: The he I didn't see him, but he heard me, and I knew what was going on behind me. I did just listen to that one. Oh yeah. Oh boy. You could tell. Remember when he
0: stops and is <laughs> like, "Wait, wait, who's?" The deep voice guy, <laughs> right. yeah. okay.
1: you could tell t- yeah. the pants were getting tighter on the other side. Oh, yeah. There was something oh, going
0: my on.
4: Gosh. So,
1: I mean, not from my end, but wise. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so, my, my thing every episode is I ask guys, guys or girls, what the best prank they've been a part of or have done at the firehouse. <laughs> if you can say it, or if you would say one person I've heard of has done this, so. Whatever prank, whatever you know, anything else that you guys been a part of at the firehouse. What's the best one you guys have Rebecca, seen? Rebecca, you've got to be a part of it. Oh place. God, I honestly, I, I think I want to hear Rebecca's more. Than I <laughs> can <laughs> I mean, it, if he is can it can just, not acceptable. Just censor it. Yeah. Censor it.
0: It's okay. Give us the highlights.
2: No, no. Right.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I'll,
2: how about this, I could tell me the second the, best one.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let me. I, I gotta think about it for a minute. All right, okay, all right. go ahead.
1: Are you. Been around, man. I know you Southside boys. You guys get wild, I was downtown. man. downtown. What are you talking well, about? Well, now you are. Well, now, I'm
3: even <laughs> south and retirement home, but yeah. um, you got even more time. I remember one that may or may not have happened. They always teach you. It's the first thing they Vince taught us at the academy was: you're responsible for your ambulance and everything in your ambulance. Well, it's the first thing you do when you leave your ambulance. Lock it. And you lock it. <laughs> what happens when you leave it unlocked around a group of your peers? Oh, you're going to get messed with. It's oh,
2: for sure. Yeah. yeah.
3: One ambulance may or may not have had their stretcher tied to the roof <laughs> with curlax hanging from the grab bar. Curlex. Curlex can hold a stretcher. Yeah, sure. I, <laughs> I mean, it might. Yeah. Okay. It I might. It's I'm been, tested. Assuming it it works. been tested. The theory I mean, it has it been works. tested
0: at one point or another. But that, that must have been a uh, how the did sight said, when you open up the back of the oh, yeah.
1: How did send person find out?
3: Um, that I'm not gonna say when they but. arrived on a call, <laughs> it was a cardiac arrest. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, yeah. I mean, it's second story, so it's like halfway there. I mean, <laughs> you think the knocking around in the back would have gave it away. Oh, but Jesus. Yeah. You, <laughs>
1: you guys didn't find it till late, huh? <laughs> oh, it wasn't me. Some,
0: no, someone. I, when I say someone, you guys, I... You know, somebody. Figuratively. Yeah, perhaps. Figuratively. Right. Yeah, perhaps. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> no,
4: it's
3: not Coming what you know. Now, it's what you can prove in court.
0: <laughs> yeah. Come on, Rebecca. Coming at in here
2: I mean... You know, lots of little small things, honestly. I Sure. I have stories of other people, I would say, more than... I'm not so crazy, I don't think. I'm just... But...
1: Oh, uh, so God, okay. she is downplaying.
0: I could tell right. Now. She's got a she's got a nugget in there. Corey, keep mining. I can't wait until keep the microphones mining. go <laughs> off. I can hear the actual story.
2: Oh, can I tell a non-work related story? Since it would have nothing to do with the fire department.
0: A hundred percent. Okay. Is it funny? Yeah,
2: oh yeah, I think then it's let's, funny.
0: Then let's do it. Okay. Maybe it's
1: even a fire department, not the fire department.
2: Well, so I used to do. I used to sing. Right. You know. Well, I, I still, still sing, sing but yeah. I I used to sing in. Uh, uh, various. I've been. I've done various things throughout my life because I was a professional musician who worked in the restaurant bar She's
4: industry. She's using air quotes right, right now, <laughs> right, for right, those of right. you who right. see. But now there's video. But <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I
2: did these shows one time at a theme park all summer, you know, and uh, we used to run out. Uh, there was one part of the show where I would run out on stage in a trench coat <laughs> and I would pretend to flash everybody on stage. And so towards the end of the season, of course, I've done this show five hundred times and I'm thinking, I'm gonna kick it up a notch. I mean yeah, sounds...
1: give the people what they
2: want. That's right. You're an but not the right. not the people right. in the audience, it's the people on stage.
0: Oh
4: yeah.
2: And so I ran out and I, I flashed them. But the best part was nobody knew it was coming and then they really they couldn't started laughing and they couldn't sing and they couldn't sing anymore. So it was fun because I
0: So Wait. it was an actual showstopper. It
2: was a showstopper. <laughs> <Legitimate>. Yes. <laughs>
0: A legitimate yes. showstopper. And I
2: thought it was hilarious. And of course the production manager out front is like, What just happened? And
1: so I have no idea. Your your band members. Yes. You got them. That's who you got?
2: No, no. These were like college people. I was oh, in their twenties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not prepared Power for it. Of boobs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing what it carries. Yeah. So, One so. trench coat. That's all it took. One yeah. trench coat. Yeah. Yeah. They've
2: seen it a million times. It was nothing. Right. Until that day, it was a little more something than they anticipated. Well,
1: just it was a it was coming from left field. It wasn't That's it right. wasn't what you got. Sometimes you got to mentally prepare yourself for what right. you're gonna. You it's know.
2: all about you got to do. You got to play the. You got to you know ride this road for a long time, and then oh, you yeah. do that one thing, and it's has just
1: it's impacts. the catalyst that just runs it. Every-
0: right. Corey talks about the long play. Oh, often. big yeah. fan of the long play. Yeah. I mean,
1: when you're because it's it's telling the story. You know, yeah. like it is. You're setting this thing up. I started five months ago talking about <laughs> this, you know, and you're like, oh man, that's, a-. um, awesome. Well, yeah, Vince. Well,
0: we have just, we have video, so well, yeah. <laughs> thank you guys. We want to thank, uh, yeah, Bill thank and TJ guys. for, uh, doing the video here. And, uh, why don't you give out our website and yeah. all that So stuff again, that thank on you on guys those.
1: very much for, for tuning in. Um, please make sure to visit the website, com. We've got merchandise on there. We've got T shirts.
0: We're still raising money for Ignite the Spirit. Yep. So all the the T shirt, the medic up one, those are going to wounded warriors for mm-hmm. uh, in the name of Brian Bardsley. Um we still have we're still doing wristbands. We're still doing we're still wristbands. Doing wristbands for that all the money for uh um that is gonna go to um, Ignite the Spirit. Um what are and they? we've we've
1: got a couple other uh
0: couple other people that we're giving money to with yeah. uh,
1: with the wristbands for mental health yeah it's the um,
0: mental health goes to a fire charity which ours is ignite the spirit and the other police charity Yeah. Um, so yeah you know uh, pitch in uh, help out It's anything's appreciated so thank you guys so much and thanks you guys again for, for being here really appreciate it thanks for having thanks us thanks, thanks for nice. having
2: us
1: the opinions and views are that of Chicago's Bravest Stories podcast and their guests They do not necessarily reflect the views of any municipal governments, fire protection districts, fire departments, EMS, or law enforcement organizations.